minutes to go in normal time. Liverpool 3 0. Call it, take it quickly, Origi! Yeah! It is the Reds Cast podcast after Liverpool have been beat yet again. I'm joined by two angry fellas here and Jay and Dean. <laughs> How are we, lads? I'm not angry. Oh, I'm just fucking apathetic towards it all now. That's a very big word. <laughs> Where do we start? Um, got beat by Chelsea, never good. But we'll, we'll ignore that. And then six defeats at home to who else but Fulham. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start with you, Dean. Sum it up for us. It's fucking Groundhog Day. Every, every game is the same. It's just like watching the same game on repeat every day for three months. Like, we come out shit in the first half. Awful. Lucky, Usually lucky to go in nil-nil at half-time if we get that far. The first 15, we pick up a little bit in the second half and look like it looks promising, look like we might do something. <laughs> And then after 60, just progressively get worse and worse until we eventually concede on 80, between 70 to 80 minutes. And then we show up again for the last five and try to bladder teams and put balls in the box that just get edited away by three, six foot plus centre halves. And it just happens every fucking week now. And it happened again yesterday. Yesterday was the typical Liverpool game of the last three months. So boring to watch. You said to me, Jay, get me on, I'm fed up. Why are you fed up of us? <laughs> Fucking hell. Where did you start? <laughs> um, I looked at the team yesterday and thought, about time. Yeah. Because I thought, there's players who've just haven't been playing well at all. Who must just think, fuck. I said it in a pod on, on here. I think it was when the City won. Yeah. Where I said, there's players there who must just think, I'm not asked, I'm, I'm going to start defo. Players like Trent. Trent's one of them. Salah, Firmino, Mane are one of them. Uh, three of them, sorry. There's, there's just that many for the team where they just complete. I think complacency is just set in now and it's like, yeah, I'm going to start. I'm not really asked. It doesn't bother me. Like, it doesn't affect how I perform, whether I turn up, whether I can be asked. And you just have to look at the body language of them all. It was embarrassing on Sunday. Like, f- proper fucking embarrassing to the point where it got to like half time and I just turned it off and went out. Because <laughs> my new theory is if you don't watch Liverpool on a Sunday, they can't ruin your Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so I just never watched it and I didn't even try and keep up with it because I knew as soon as they scored, as soon as that goal went in, that was it. Liverpool had lost because where, where the fuck is our next goal coming from? We've only scored twice at Anfield since the 8th of December, isn't it? Since we went top at Christmas and we yeah. were all like, yeah, yeah we're, we're going to... We were all like, yeah. fucking, we've won the league again. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I think mean, that... Sorry, Jay. I think the point the point you just made there about as soon as he scored, you knew it was over, is absolutely right. Like I, I felt that... I think you feel that now. As soon as the opposition score, the game's done. Because you just it's not even about the mentality. You just know what they're going to do. They're going to sit in on the edge of the box. They're going to take tactical fouls in midfield. They'll take a little yellow card. They'll try and hit you on the break. And it always works. Always works. 
it was the same in the derby. As fucking painful as that is to bring up, it was exactly the same. They scored and it was like, that's it now. And that's three minutes into a game and you just know, you know, for like, we're not scoring here. Same against Chelsea, Mount scored, decent goal. We're, we're not scoring here. No chance. I don't know when Liverpool are next going to score. When you say it, saying that, we'll probably go and demolish Leipzig. I don't know where Liverpool's next three points are coming from. I don't know where Liverpool's next point is coming from. Teams have sussed us out. It's sad. Well, in that Chelsea game with Andy Robertson, I love Andy Robertson, but they kept making him because he's only one footer and he, they can't use that right foot at all. So when he was going down the wing, they were like blocking him off on the left, making him go on his right foot and he couldn't do nothing. It's so every like you said, everyone sussed us out. Teams have sussed us out. There's no plan B in. There's, there's, I don't think there ever was a fucking plan B because plan A was always working fantastically. But there's no plan B. What 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 is Liverpool's plan B now? I I, I struggle to look at the bench and think, yeah, he could do this. He could do this. He could do this. It it baffles me now watching Liverpool because I just think that thing of a four three three and trying to pump crosses into the box from Sensen. And Robertson, it's like, that's not working. And it hasn't worked for three months now. Why are we still persistent with it? And that's not questioning the manager because I don't think anyone in the right mind can sit there and question him. No. And you see the fucking helmets who are like, get him out, get Gerard in. Like Gerard's going to leave so to lift the trophy. <laughs> Gerard's just done something. Listen, on, on very, very good achievements and they've deserved it. They're unbeaten and they've pissed it. But... Let's be honest. It's a fucking farmers league. Yeah, my twenty ones would probably have a good go at it. That's fucking saying. I mean, well, he's done well in Europe with the money as well. Yeah, he he, yeah, saying that the farmers league's probably taking like taking a bit away from it, but to not to then say, yeah, get Klopp out, get Klopp out, get Gerard in. That's the answer. Fuck off. Come on. The only thing I've, <clears throat> I'd never, I wouldn't want Klopp out. The only thing I question is his subs in the last two games. Got. The obvious one's the Salah one against Chelsea, and I can see it from people's point of view. I didn't like the way Salah reacted. A lot of people are saying, oh, he's well within his right. Nah. Play for the club, don't you? Not for the... You do as you're told. You do yeah. what, if the manager asks you to come off, you come off. You don't throw a big strop and sit on the bench and sit there with a big face on and shaking your head. And you certainly... What the fuck is his agent doing? <laughs> like, let's be honest, what the fuck's that all about? His agent... Wants to be like Mina Riella. His agent's a knobhead then, isn't he? Yeah, that you can just see from like the stuff he says and that. He, he just agents for me should be shouldn't be in the public eye at all. They agents should be. shouldn't be. Agents should be exactly what they're intended for. To get your client the best deal and once they've got that deal, see ya. Well you look at like say Gerard Carragher had the same agents their whole career, but you couldn't tell us Gerard's deal. got the same agent now. Yeah. But you couldn't say who it you might be able to from the foundation college, but no one knows who he is. And that's the way agents should be. Same Paul. <laughs> Paul and he's Scottish and I only know that from the fucking uh, documentary I've watched where he was in it Gerard's yeah oh yeah I know yeah he was named Struan Marsh Struan or something like yeah. that I was thinking well, whatever his fucking name is I don't know that's a good there thing you go. shouldn't know there you go <laughs> yeah. so I've just got his name wrong so yeah. there you go so you shouldn't know who people's agents are I I, I haven't seen anyone say Clough or Gerard fortunately uh, I have on that fucking cesspit that is Twitter but I, I haven't seen anyone say that but I don't I, I think I'm not. When we say question the manager, are you saying question his position at the club? Yeah, I, I I think he's he's not above questioning like no, decisions. No, when I, when I say you question him, it's question him as if to say like he should go. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree that. Listen, I'm all for. for you need some of the stuff like that. 
that's happening now. Questions need to be asked, obviously. And yeah. he'll probably say himself, I want questions because I want to be able to to answer the questions, to mm. sort it out, because he, he's obviously not happy. Fucking hell, you look at his press conferences now. They're just the moody, aren't they? The grim. But like, he probably wants them questions because, fucking hell, who doesn't? Yeah. I think, to be fair, <sighs> So I'm out of plan B. Like the players, even if we had a fully fit squad, the play the players aren't there for a plan B. Even if everyone was fit, even if we had all our centre halves, all our midfielders, all our centre forwards, there's 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 still nothing there. Do you know, what you do? Our problems really are, are going forward. So, and all our strikers and all our centre forwards are fit. All our wingers are fit. There's no the problems back. up there. No, it's only the back. It's only the back four. And to be fair, they're not doing a bad job. Do you know what I mean? They're since, actually doing a decent job. Since, it's not since, you, it's not since you rinsed Phillips, he's been boss. Fucking hell, let's rinse half the fucking season. <laughs> but let's be, let's be honest, it's not the defence that's the problem. No, it's the, I think Jota masked over a lot of the problems, didn't he, to start the season. But I think that blaming the defensive injuries as well is paping over the cracks a little bit. Because no one's... Like, they're starting to now because Liverpool stopped scoring goals. But no one's questioning why... Or no one was questioning why the front three weren't scoring goals. Or why the replacements are coming in and not performing, or why are we persistent to play Bobby Firmino up front when we still have a striker on the bench there who, all right, he's not the best. We all know that he's not the greatest striker, but at the same time, he's different. He offers something different if you play him to his his strengths, which he could still have a role to play for the rest of the season, and then probably would get rid in the summer. So, why not just try it? Why not change the shape a little? I I I think if we just change tweak the shape. And I still think if we start a Rigi, things might change a little bit. As I said, he's not the best, but he pushes defences back. He do, he's a shoulder the last man striker. He's not a, he's not doing what Firmino does. I think Klopp hangs hangs a Rigi out to drive a little bit, to be fair, because he does play a Rigi like Firmino. He tries to get him in front of defences. It's not his game. Or he plays him out on the left like Mane, and that's not his game. Put a Rigi on the shoulder of the last on the shoulder of the last defender and give centre half something to think about. Push them back, make a little bit of space in front of the back three or back four or back twelve or whatever these are fucking playing these week this week. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> make some space. There's no space there at the minute because when Firmino plays, it's all in front of them. And then if it's not in front of them, it's whipped into the box for these three fucking behemoths to nod away. So I don't understand that either because all our front three is midgets. They all, they all, well, Mane scores a few headers, doesn't he? And yeah. Firmino scored a few headers. So Salah I, doesn't, does he? No, he doesn't. And to be fair, the, cro- the crosses always come from his side and strength. Yeah. And Mane did get in yesterday, hit the bar with the, with the header, didn't he? I think there was an element of loss of Fulham yesterday, to be fair. I mean, they hit the bar, I think, did we hit the, we hit the post again? Thing you, scored, thing you pulled off a brilliant save, Ariola pulled off from a great save yeah. from Jota's volley. So there's a little bit of an element of luck for, about it that they needed to win that game. But then this game, like the Chelsea game, there was no fucking luck there for them. They were the, by far and away the better side, Chelsea. The Everton game, Everton deservedly beat us. And yeah. 2-1, 2-0, sorry, was the right score for that game. We got exactly what we deserved. Yeah. I would even play one of the kids, you know, there's that kid Clarkson banging them in in the under-21s. I know it's a completely different level, but I'd yeah. rather play him than Bobby at the minute. Fucking hell, we play any more of the kids. We in under-12s, lad. <laughs> I know, it's just... They got more fight like desire in them, haven't they? Like look yeah. at Jones in recent weeks, he's been our best player. I think it'd be a shout to throw maybe Clarkson in front of the back four. Do you know what I mean? especially if you want to play Firmino in front of the back in front in the back four. Yeah. I think you need a whole midfielder. Because for as good as Vine Alden's or well, I say good, he's done all right. Probably the best midfielder we've had the past few weeks, Vine Alden and Jones. 
for the for as, as well as those who have done, what's going on behind them isn't really what's the way I'm looking for. It can't be enjoyable not having faith in the players behind you. Yeah. And knowing that the lads in front of you are gonna let you down. So maybe it might do well just to have a natural home midfielder in there and let Firmino boss them about a little bit. What do you think about when Alden taking the captaincy? If he's going, think you think someone else should have got it? Yeah. I don't understand it. I don't we we discussed this before. Why what like if he's going, why give him the captaincy? Maybe it's a sweetener to try and convince him to stay. But I'm sure he did it with Coutinho before yeah. Coutinho left. He gave Coutinho the captaincy. And Suarez had it. Exactly. So, so in, in that sense, I remember in the room around Christmas time, if Salah was fuming, he didn't get the captaincy then. You can sort of understand his point, really. Although it's the team game and, and he's not in it for personal gain, you can see his point of players who are looking to actively get out the club are okay. getting the captaincy ahead of him. Although on that occasion, it was actually Trent wearing it. But yeah. you can see, uh, you, you catch me drift, you know what I mean? There's other lads there that deserve that captaincy. Like, if Trent comes on that game, he should be wearing the armband. Milner started that game. Yeah. Isn't he the club vice-captain? Why the fuck hasn't he got the armband? Alisson's been there a while now. Why hasn't he got the armband? Even Robbo. He's the captain of Scotland. Exactly. So And he's got so he's got experience being a captain. <laughs> so he's a national team's captain. So why are we giving the captaincy to a lad who's looking to fuck off in the summer? Jack and that is adding to problems, Jay. I just don't think that's an issue, mate. Genuinely, that's not the captaincy. Not, yeah, no, not that the captaincy is not an issue. Would like giving it to one of them. Fucking give it to whoever you want. I'm not asked. Doesn't bother me. Doesn't concern me. I don't look at the team and go, oh, one of them's captain. It's, it's nothing for me. That I'm more asked about like being asked about being on the pitch. Whereas the body language of half of them, including Trent, who's meant to be this like scouser. The Scouser and the all at Liverpool fan and he's all for the badge and he's all for the club and he's all this, he's all that. And the last couple of weeks I've looked at him and just thought you do you would rather be anywhere else but on the on the pitch. So yeah, and yesterday's game, I would have rather kept Nico Williams on than him. Because when he's trying, trying, at least he's trying. Yeah. Do you not think with sense it's it's a confidence issue then? I think with all of them it's a confidence issue, but it's like it comes in swings and roundabouts, don't it? So if you're not confident, you don't want to be on the pitch, I get that. But you don't not want to be on the pitch for three months. It's coming. It's like it's been three months now, and I get I get it. Like if you once you're in that slump, and it's fucking it is hard to get out of. If you've been up here and you're fucking, it's it rock bottom. Just let's be but honest. But then he had that mm. game. Let's be honest. He had a game a few weeks ago where he was boss. He got a goal, didn't he? And then yeah, being, spares were Yeah, and then being crap again. But we're not Liverpool have done that though. That's the spares away. When was that? January, mid-January. So yeah, what, two months? months ago. Two months ago. That's fucking... Like, Liverpool have been like that. Liverpool played well in Salzburg. Was it Salzburg or Leipzig? Leipzig. Leipzig. Liverpool played well in Leipzig. Come back and got beat by in was it the derby or... Mm. Yeah. Got beat in the derby. And very well outplayed in the derby. People say, oh, well, we battered them. Well, we never... We got exactly what we deserved because Carlo Ancelotti's tactics were fucking spot on. I, d- I don't get these pe- these people wind me up that say, oh, we're battering teams. Sorry. We're battering teams. We're not battering teams. We deserve we, to get beat by everyone. Yeah. Even without the pen. E- even it's still going to be 1-0. Yeah, but e- the point I'm making is that even if we have 60% possession in the game, we're not battering teams. We get, we're, we're being outplayed. Even though we're having most of the ball, we're being outplayed because that's their game plan. They're happy for us to let... They're happy to let us have the ball knowing that all we're doing is crossing into the box or putting it out wide or playing in front of their back four. We're not getting shots. We're yeah. not getting in behind. We're not penetrating. So how the fuck can you say we're, we're battling teams? We're not. We're not getting anywhere near the goal. 
what was the game? There was a game very recently, it could be fucking any of them this way, I don't know, because they're all the fucking same. There's a game very recently where, I, I think it was the 85th minute was the first time the opposition keeper touched the ball. The Chelsea game? Yeah, yeah it was the first shot on target, it was yeah. the 85th minute. I mean, and, and then people have the goal to say, but our playing teams were not, we're being our play. Even that Sheffield United game, although we won, I think we were very lucky to win. I thought we were fairly comfortable against Sheffield United, to be but fair. But then that, in that game, we had a different formation, which I don't understand why wasn't used against Fulham, another low block team. I just think now, you can go, like, we can sit here and go, oh, well, he should do this, should do that, should do this, and we should have done this, and should, should have done it. Like, the season's gone for me. It's like, if Liverpool finish in the top, Six. The way these last three months have been, then you look around and you think, "Yeah, don't worry. Like, we'll take that." Well, the one thing I don't want is to have to fucking play in Kazakhstan on a Thursday night. I would rather well, have no European footy than playing that. But it's mad know. the Europeans set up this year because it it's not sixth, is it? It's only fifth. Like eighth, doesn't it? Yeah, it goes down to eighth. It go, I think it's fifth for your Europa League unless. A team who wins the the way I understand it is the two cup winners get a Europa League space unless they're in the top four and then it'll go to then it'll go to sixth. But then there's the now the third tier of European football where you play teams against from like Albania. Maybe that's fucking yeah. Maybe that maybe (laughs) that's Jurgen's maybe that's Jurgen's thing. Like he's won the Champions League, he's won the Premier League. Now he wants to crack up the shit ones in Europe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe that's a thing. This is called the UEFA Conference League. And the fucking Johnson's paint Sophie of the of UEFA. Yeah, it's it's shocking. I'd rather not have Europe at all and focus on the league next year than I would rather I'd I'm happy to be in the Europa League, but I'd rather go in the Europa League and not whatever this fucking piece of tat is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'd rather go it straight. To be fair, I know I'm winning yeah. it. To be fair, I know I've just said like I wouldn't want to be in it, but I've had some boss yeah, When we went to bar like when me and me after I went to Basel, it was a fucking boss day. Yeah, and then there's like the Dortmund game that's one of the best nights. Yeah, that was a great night. It's just not the same as the Champions League, though. Like, you'd have a great night out every night with the Champions League. In the Europa League, it takes you to get to the semi finals before you have. (laughs) Before you look at it, yeah. Yeah. Before there's any memories. And then you've got to go somewhere miles away. Like, you went to Ball as a driver. Did you go on the coach there? It's not the to get there, It's like 30 hours or something, isn't it? It's like two days on a coach. Yeah. To be fair though, it was, it was like a proper boss trip, and I blame Alberto Moreno. Two days on a coach. And two days. Two days. Two days on a coach. Yeah. How did you get to Madrid? Did you fly to Madrid? Oh, Madrid. We fucking flew. <laughs> we flew all to over Europe. To Denmark. To <laughs> we flew to Denmark to get Denmark. Then stayed in Denmark for two hours. When it then flew to Madrid. No, yeah. but we flew, where we stayed, we stayed in the mountains in Madrid, and then flying over. Did you come a different way? I went to Ibiza yeah. and then flew over from Ibiza. Did, did you I stay went, in Ibiza for a few days? Nah, an hour. Oh, no <laughs> I went to P. I flew from Madrid to Pisa, stayed in Pisa for about six hours, and then to Leeds, and had to get picked up from Leeds. Oh, we drove, drove all the way to Madrid, drove all the way home. But do you know what? They they them type of trips that you look at and you think, I I wouldn't change anything about it. Yeah, yeah, like. Because you win Basel I changed fucking Everything about getting there <laughs> <laughs> Getting there and getting home Because it but, wasn't worth it Did you have to do the coach home as well After it just been yeah. oh. But we had to leave Straight after the match So We didn't even I like get Like if Liverpool Would have won, the, won it We wouldn't have been able To watch them lift it Because the fan zone Was that far away from the coach And the coach was leaving Bang on fucking mid Like one o'clock in the morning Or something But it turned out A fella on our coach Who'd fell over and broke his leg so we had to wait while he was getting sorted in the hospital. He was in there for a couple of hours. He got like this cast put on and just fucking threw out the hospital and was like, 
thought that when you get home there. And then someone lost a passport, so yeah, when it was <laughs> really? a fucking very long trip home, like. But with um, with that phone game, you, I was thinking three points to me. No, I went. No, no I went before either. it. No, no. But you know, when I seen the lineup, I was more confident than if we would have started full strength because the fourth these eleven players are going to give us. I fully agree try. with that. When I looked at the lineup, I thought, yeah, we might get a fucking good, a good game out of this. But then two minutes in, I thought. It's, again, it's not the defence. The defence, the kids in the defence play well. Phillips, the two Williams but lads. The reason they scored off the back of a mistake from Salah. Exactly. It's the, it's the lads up front that are letting us down. It's it's the big players up front that are letting us down. And yet they are letting us down because they're not. I, I don't believe half of them are trying either. I don't, I don't believe Salah is. I think yesterday was like the perfect time for Salah to turn around sorry, and say to it and like put a performance in. It's just caused a big thing him and his agent because he got brought off so in my head I'd be thinking yeah, I'm going to fucking show you don't, yeah, don't fucking bring me off again why is he trying to back into it I know he does that when he's on the attack he like, puts strength into a defender why are you doing that on the edge of your box defending a corner did he, get a, did he get a man on there's, there's, it, it doesn't look like he does to be fair the way, the way he takes the ball and the way Lamina takes it off him just brushes him aside doesn't he it doesn't look like he gets it. a man on they should have just booted it shouldn't he yeah. again Football's a game of basics. If you do the basics right, you'll do well. It's what like it's what you probably say to your lads, yeah, yeah. it's what I say to mine. Just do do the basics and we'll be alright. So like for people who are getting hundreds of thousands of pounds a week to not do the basics, to not sell, tell someone when they've got a man on, to not like just talk on the pitch, not like ask for the ball. If you don't ask if you don't want the ball, don't fucking ask for it. Yeah. There's players who you can see who are asking for the ball and, you, and like you're looking at them on the telly and thinking, why have you asked for that? You can you clearly don't want it. You keep body language. Yeah. I got like I've said I've said about four times, but if like if if they were my players and that they had that body language, I'd take them off and I'd say, get changed and go home. Because there's Thomas no Tuchel point you being done here. it, didn't he? With Hudson Adoy. Yeah. yeah. He said his body language was all wrong. So you could that's with Philip you could do it with everyone. That's one player, and we could do that for everyone, really. I feel very sorry for Klopp, I, and that's genuine. And people will probably listen and think, "Why the fuck do you feel sorry for him?" Like millionaire, but I genuinely do feel sorry for him because I just think he's just out of ideas now. Well, Dortmund, the Dortmund CEO said a few years after Klopp left that he shouldn't have got rid of Klopp. He should have got rid of the players. Yeah, and I full, I fully, he, he fully backed that. He didn't get rid of Klopp. I know he left on his yeah, own thing, his but own they, in the, it was a quote he where should he have said, done whatever he could to keep yeah, them. rather than and then get rid of the players. I've, yeah. seen, I've seen quite a few things. Sorry, Dean. I've seen quite a few things that have said that the owners are, are, are fully backing him and are going to give him what he needs to sort it out. So, for me, the argument of getting rid of him is a non-starter. It's not even an argument. They haven't got the money really to get rid of him anyway, because they've they took money out of the. Not that, not saying the physio is just a blame, but they've got a cheaper physio department now than they did last season. Because with the furlough scheme, when they Everyone kicked it's off. All about, it's all about saving money with what's going on in it. So, yeah. you know, it is it is what it is. But I think if he was going to go, he wouldn't be sacked. I think he'd walk. He would, he wouldn't, I, how, how do you push someone Someone else? I think the only time he'd probably walk is the World Cup and then go to Germany. It's all speculation. And it's like like yeah. I said on a, a couple one of these, a couple of no one knows. No, well, he's, he's said outright, hasn't he? Like he? He's not, he's waiting until his contract's up. So 2024 is the end of his contract, and then he's gone. Then he'll like, do a year. No matter what, he's gone. He'll do a year sabbatical and then probably go and manage Germany. Yeah, and he then said retire. That. He said he said he's. I remember watching an interview, and he said 2024 he's definitely leaving. 
he's going to have a year off because he promised his wife and his sons that he, when he left Orton that he'd have a year, but the Liverpool job came up. So he's going to have a year off and then he's going to start looking for work again in yep. Germany. Yeah, probably either go to Stuttgart, go back to Mainz. But things change though, don't you? Look, as, as I said, look, the, look at when he left Dortmund, he said he was going to have a year off and then the Liverpool job came up. How do we know he's not going to leave Liverpool? Say he's going to have a year off and then, let's say, the Dortmund job comes up. Because don't believe he goes to a big club like a Barcelona or Real Madrid. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he might just to try it, just to say he's done it. But I don't believe he would. Maybe the Dortmund job will come up. Maybe he has said he'd like to finish his career at Mainz. Maybe the Mainz job comes up. I think he'd, the only big job he'd take really is Germany. Yeah, I don't think he'd go to a Bayern. No. I think he's got too many alliances to Dortmund to yeah. go to Bayern, Annie. The question I always say is to the to like people who who are saying like, oh, do you reckon it's time for them to go? And I don't I mean that like when I say people, I mean like I've spoke to people in work today and they've said like, What do you reckon? Do you reckon he's gonna go and oh, do you reckon So actual real people, not actual people real on the people. Other side of your phone. <laughs> yeah. Not Twitter <laughs> where I've fucking wanted to throw the phone out the window, but <laughs> like and the, the question for me is always it's like when Everton get rid of a man like when Everton fans are fuming that they want to get rid of the manager and it's like who, who, who do you give the job to? So when, he, when Lampard was fucking was under loads of pressure and Tuchel was still at a PSG, it was like, who do you give the job to? There's no one out there. So if Klopp was to go or the owners were to sack Klopp, who would you go for? Because I honestly don't think Gerard would leave Rangers at the minute. Nah, not now. Maybe next season. I wouldn't even want Gerard. I wouldn't want Gerard. I think it's too, I've said that I want, I want him to go to the Prem. Do something in the Prem with like a Wolves or a Fulham. Just go and do something in the Prem. I wouldn't, my opinion might change in a couple of years, but at the minute I wouldn't want him full stop. Yeah, because see. I just think, yeah. like Lampard, if it doesn't work out, it has that, that knock-on effect of where you look at it and you think, yeah, he was an unbelievable player, hero growing up, but shit as a manager. I think it's slightly different with Lampard, because Lampard... He, he didn't not on a derby, did he? No, he didn't do anything at Derby, but he didn't do that bad a job at Chelsea, and you could, you could mm. arguably say he was unlucky to get sacked. So he, he still has a lot of forward with no one exactly, year, and he? he still got a, he got sacked because they were mid table with the amount of money they'd spent. So he's a, I think I still think Sam Lampard was a bit of a patsy because they knew they'd get away with sacking Lampard. Yeah, there'd be no murder about it because everyone would still love Lampard. No one really turned on the ball because they knew they had all these players sitting there who would eventually come good, and they got a good manager to replace him. My worry with Gerard is it it becomes really bad, like. Klopp goes, and let's say, let's say as a for instance, Klopp goes at the end of the season, and we're coming off the back of a ninth place finish, and the board go and get Steven Gerrard far too early in his managerial career, having to come in and, and try and rebuild something, or try and build this team in his image, and it just goes much worse than we all imagine, and it's another mid-table season, and we are right back to square one pre-Klopp. I think our next manager after Klopp's windows. I do, and I think that's a bad idea as well. Yeah, because it's the same philosophy, isn't it? But, but how often does an assistant come in and it works? It never works. The only no. time in history I can ever think of it working was Bob Paisley after Bill Shankly. And that's football. That's not our club history. That's football history. I can't think of another time an assistant's come in and even equaled what his predecessor did. Never mind. There's one. Better day. Who is it? I mean, um... There's a team in the championship who's got it's a chance from Woodgate as the assistant. And he's Bournemouth. Gone. Yeah, and he's yeah. done all right. He's done yeah. all right. But he, was he the assistant? Was I think so, yeah. Or he might have just been. Because I like, think he brought him in. I, yeah. I, I'm sure he's brought him in on, on a whim. 
after they shot Jason Sindor and he's managed to do well because they were going after Thierry Henry, weren't they? Yeah. And it just happened that Jonathan Wingate did that well. They couldn't not give him the job. Well, that's what I would I see like Bourne for me. It'd be where I'd want to see Gerard go. Go and do something in the Prem and then have him. Because he could come to the Prem. <laughs> like you just said, Jake, the Scottish League's not to the Premier League. But granted, he's done all right with Rangers in Europe and I'd love him to go and get United in one of the rounds and knock them out. But I don't think going from Rangers to Liverpool is... No, and I think the only thing that keeps him there is probably if Rangers win the Europa League. I mean, they've won the league this year. But they've been, they haven't been that good for the past three... For the amount no. of money that Gerrard's actually spent there. Because he's spent loads. He spent more than Celtic. Yeah. The league one side, aren't they? Let's face it. Yeah. Probably just doing all right. It's just a farmer's league, isn't it? It's I was speaking Celtic, to... Some... Celtic have pissed that league for nine consecutive years. Absolutely Even Brendan Rodgers won silverware up there. Celtic have won four consecutive trebles. So yeah, four. Did the treble, didn't he? So he did three. Yeah, so Brendan three. done two of them and then basically done the third, didn't he? But Neil yeah, Lennon. Neil Lennon. That's how bad that league is. Neil Lennon did well. Yeah. He's shite. He's awful. No, manager. no. I'm going to say that's how bad that league is that Brendan Rodgers won a treble, yeah. then won a double, or then won two trebles, was on the verge of winning a third treble and fucked off. If you're that manager, you look at that and think, no, I'll win the third treble and then I'll go to wherever I'm going to go. He fucked off mid-season after winning two trophies and the possibility and knew he was going to win the third. Anyone who goes to Celtic knows they are 95% probably going to win the league. They was only really decent weren't he, under Jock Steen when they won the European club. In history, yeah, to be fair, Martin O'Neill got to see the Cup final yeah. and they got beat on in extra time. And that season they were really fucking good because I remember them coming to Anfield. I went, I went to that game. Is that when he had Larson and that? He had Larson, he had Hearts, and Alan Thompson was playing left wing. And back. was it they have that Japanese? Was it? Yeah, no, no, that was, it was before Nakamura was there. But they had, it, they had a really good side: Chris Sutton, John Arts, and then Rick Larson. And then in midfield they had Lennon and um, Paul Lambert. I remember them coming to Anfield and they would, they would, they fucking battered us. Like yeah. we weren't in the game at all under Julier that season. They beat us two 0 deservedly so. So you've had good sides, so it's history, but I agree with what Jay's saying. It's, it's, you go to Celtic, you, you're going because you know you're guaranteed to get a medal at the end of it. And it just so happens that this season, they've had a substandard manager and Rangers are fucking flu. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Gerard spent a lot of money, but he's built a decent side. Well, for that, he's built a decent side. Do you know what I mean? But we're touching on Clapton before we move on to the Leipzig game. Um, so the only things I had question is some of the mad decisions. Like the other day, you left Kaiser on the bench and brought Milner on when we needed the goal against Chelsea. Um, for me, James Milner's not getting you a goal. No. Ever. And then the, the other day, is, who did he bring on? It was a bit of a... I don't think the subs yesterday yes, was as mad worthy as the Chelsea game. That Chelsea one was just mad subs. But then, so I was speaking to someone who said to me that we won't remember, but Bill Shankly had a really bad season. Towards like the end, like three, four years before he left, he had a 69, really, 70. Yeah, he yeah, got terrible, knocked out the FA Cup by Wofford. Terrible season, and he didn't want to. Uh, <laughs> didn't want to. Like, apparently, he didn't want to. He had. He was too loyal to players to drop them and let them go. We had to tell. I think it was Paisley that Ian St John weren't in the team anymore, and then he spent three years building his team up to then leave his legacy with Paisley. We then went on and won everything. Could you see something like that happening with Klopp in a sense of, do you think he's, A, too loyal to the players to drop any of them, like Firmino and stuff like that? And then do you think over the next three years before his contract runs up, it will be a period of just rebuilding to then leave that team for what will then go on and, and be great again? 
I'll let you go first because I've got quite a long-winded answer for this. <laughs> I've thought about this a lot. Um, I forgot the question. No, I don't think he's too loyal, and I think he's proved it by the fact that he leaves them out, that he left them out on. on it's not the first time, though. It's, it's not. It's not the first time. All there's, of them. There's been in the four years it wasn't all of them because Salah started but so you can't like, he's the top goal scorer in the Premier he's not he, out of the whole team he hasn't been the one performing this year realistically but the last three months he has yeah granted so for your point of is he too loyal to the players no I don't think he is because if he was too loyal I think I don't think the, the seven changes would have been made on, on Sunday I think seven changes was a big statement, not just to us. Because let's be honest, we've all been moaning for the change. I have. Do you not think the changes are more about though, like he's give up on the league and he's going to go for the Champions League, resting them? She got Leipzig on Wednesday. But then, are we realistically going to win the Champions League the way we're playing? Are we realistically going to get to the? We'll speak s- down a minute. Are we realistically going to get to the semi-finals of the Champions League? Yeah, but as a manager, he's not going to admit that, is he? No, he's not going to admit it. And he, he said in his press conference on Friday, "Now we're fully going for the top four. So I understand the point of, well, making seven changes because he's focusing on the Champions League game. But then, I just don't, I, I don't know, I just don't get that point of let's focus on the Champions League because... He's got to say that in public. No, that's what I'm saying. I understand him saying that. Oh, so he's right. never ever going to admit yeah. that he's give up on the league. But, I don't know, I just think the criticism will come whether we win the Champions League or not for the way that this season's panned out. Liverpool were favourites to win the league. Liverpool were top at Christmas again. Yeah, by six points. Yeah, and it will be another season where Liverpool have been top at Christmas and fucked it up. What was the second question? Do you think he'll build, he'll start getting with the players and building the team over the next three years to leave? Not not in, with the idea of leaving if it's just someone more as the next three years is a, mass, is a bigger rebuild than what people actually want to admit. Um... I think it'd be a build for himself to have a crack. I don't think it'd be a build, rebuild to a point where he can, where he then says, right, these are ready. There you go. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it'd be a, right, we're ready now. We'll, we'll go and have another crack at it. If that ends up being his last season and we win the league, so be it. But I, I honestly think a couple of tweaks here and there, a player or two in the summer, let's get, let's get these fucking 10 players who were injured back. And then... There's only Van Dijk and Gomez injured, you know. <laughs> See, that's how fucking much incest I've talked lately. I still think fucking everyone's injured. Yeah. Last I heard, we had a It's Van Dijk, Gomez and Henderson, but then... Joss is only just coming back as well. Yeah. Fabinho's only just coming back. So it seems like a lot more... It was a lot more like this time last money. week. Yeah. Well, yeah. thanks for killing me off there. <laughs> what do you think then, Dean? I, right. There's, there's a slight... Difference really um, with Shankly. Shankly's sole aim was to rebuild that team to to get them going again and, and to to leave it because he knew that he was going to leave in a couple of years' time. Um, with Klopp, I agree with with Jay. Really, I don't think he'd rebuild with the view of leaving. I think he wants to rebuild. If it's going to be a rebuild, he wants to rebuild much sooner. He doesn't want it to be a three year job. He yeah. wants to rebuild ready for next season. I don't think he looks that far ahead. Granted, we have said that he's going to leave in 2020. He wants to leave in 2024. But I don't think he's got that in mind when he's planning a, re- a rebuild. Um, and I don't think it's going to take a rebuild. I just think it's literally a couple of transfers going forward. Everyone's saying we need another centre-half. I don't think we need the centre-half. We just bought two centre-halves. 
And yeah. all right, one's on loan, oh. but he's 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 fucking off back. Let's face it, he's probably gonna go back. The other lad, I don't know if he's a real <laughs> person. Please, yeah, no. He's the fucking Jean Michel Ferre of our generation, <laughs> wow. mate. He wasn't even on the bench, and he's fully fit. Apparently, is he? Yeah. So I why won't. isn't he starting? So anyway, the point. I don't think that. Klopp will rebuild for a few years' time. I think he's going to rebuild for next season. I don't think it's going to take much. I honestly think it needs a centre-forward to challenge Firmino, an alternative, a proper centre-forward, if you want, and someone who's going to eventually be Salah's replacement. And someone for Genie. Yeah. Yeah. I think we need another centre-mid, obviously, but I think Mane's replacement's through the door. That's Jota. That's done and dusted. He's sorted. Mane can leave next season. We'll be f- fine, maybe, with Jota. Salah's replacement needs to be in a, through the door this summer as long-term replacements because he's not, let's face it, he doesn't like he's going to be there much longer. Yeah. If not this summer, then next summer he's going to go. Um, and Firmino, that, he's a bust of flush now. It's, he's, it looks like that Firmino tactic, not Firmino the player, but the Firmino tactic of playing a false number nine isn't working no more. So we need something different up front. Apart from that, and obviously replacing Wijnaldum, you're all right, really. You're, you're okay. You're, the Deadwood's going to get replaced anyway. Shakiri's going to go probably, and this new lad who will eventually be Sarah's replacement will replace him. Oxide Chain will probably go. We'll go out and get two centre mids, maybe. So maybe three or four players it'll take. Um, but what yours? What was the first question again? Sorry. Uh, I just forgot it now as well. Yeah, I forgot it. Is he too loyal? Is yeah. he too loyal? Uh, I think it's too early to say whether he's too loyal. I think. This is the first sticky patch we've really had under Klopp. And before that, you couldn't accuse him of being too loyal because everyone was producing for him. Yeah. But now we've discussed tonight that these lads don't feel challenged no more. Trent, Salah, Mane, they play every week knowing they're going to play the next week regardless of their performance. This is a test to see whether Klopp's too loyal because now is the time to show that he's just, that he has got strong management and he can drop these lads and he's not too loyal. And for the sake of the team, they need to be out of the team. So maybe if he carries on playing them, you could say, yeah, that he's being too loyal. Is that a bad thing? Yeah, in the sense that it's costing us games, but at the same time, mate, you could argue that he owes it to them to give them a chance to refine some form, given what they've done for him in the past. So I think it's slightly too early to accuse him of being too loyal. I mean, there's a few decent players linked with us for the summer. Um, we're looking at head to the Leipzig game. Can we win it? <sighs> Tell you, though, these were 2-0 down the other day, the week after us, and won 3-2 in, 40, in 45 minutes. And it was a cracking game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Throw that at me, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Hey. Like I said before, I don't know where Liverpool's next win's coming from. I don't know where Liverpool's next points or three points. But it was goal. like this when we played in the last game. And I Not think great Hardy, let's be honest. The fucking, where are they in the Germany? Top. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they were shite against us. Yeah, they, they were, were shite. I, they, I don't know what the midfield were play, playing at, but they just went walkabouts. But they had players who they usually start on the bench, like, um, I can't remember what his name is now. But the only good player against us was that Danny Olmo. But they are players who did usually start. They look, he was on the bench, really. Yeah. They looked, they looked organised. He, he was fucking horrendous in, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He's usually not that bad as well. And look how Newfoundland Connor was terrible against us, which yeah, usually looked, solid. Yeah, all three centre-halves were really poor on the ball. 
they looked um, they looked organised. I thought it was it's two slips, one it that cost them. Yeah, yeah. So even now, fucking hell. It's not like we made fucking really good goals, was we it? We played well. We did play game. well, but it's not hard to play well when the other team's shite or playing shite. Do you know what? That's my point. Yeah. Other teams are coming to us and playing well, so it makes us, and we're not playing well. That makes sense? Yeah. So, like, we're playing shite, so but it makes other teams look like they're playing really well. So, we're fucking awful. So, Fulham look like they played really well. So, they probably did. I didn't really watch it. No. They weren't that good. They special. Weren't they? No. They like, didn't, like I said... After you scored, they didn't get into, that, into our half. Like I said, if you don't watch Liverpool on a Sunday, they can't fucking ruin your Sunday. So... But, Lohan's... Can we win it? We can win any game of football, but do I think we're going to win it? I think... <laughs> yeah. But I think it'll be on aggregate. Obviously, but it'll be on aggregate. So you think we'll get bees on the night? Yeah. Like I don't know. I think we'll... I think we shall. I think we'll win them. it. Yeah. I think with... They might get an early goal, but then I think we'll get two or three. See, I think in the Champions League, the games are going to shoot us more. Yeah. Because everyone in the Champions League backs themselves, they fancy themselves, so they'll come out and play the way they play. It's the world stage for players, like, yeah. isn't it, with the egos and stuff? But it's world stage for managers as well, and they get there, haven't played a certain way, and they'll come out and just play the way they play. Whereas in the Premier League, teams will come in Sanfield and changing the way they play to suit us, to combat us. No one's going to do that in the Champions League, because everyone thinks they're better than everyone else. And they've got to win. Exactly, so they all come with a little bit of bravado. And I think with Leipzig tomorrow... Wednesday even they've got to come and win they've got to get goals they've got to attack us they can't afford to sit back Yeah. and I, I think that's the narrative that's that's the easy way of thinking about it and I think that's what they'll think like they can't afford to sit back and hope that they can hit us on the break because we, for all I know we could turn up and smash them do you know what I mean at yeah. all so well it's in Budapest but I don't oh is it a Budapest oh, yeah know. Jesus to see don't know, so they really can't be on your week. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be the pest because if, Jim, if they come over to England, they'd have to quarantine for two weeks. So it's the same pitch. Same pitch, same so, stadium. Same pitch, same stadium. So it should be the same type of The game. only difference is we'll be in the own dressing room. Exactly, and we'll have a different colour kit on. Yeah. So it, you, you could, I, I honestly think, and this is why I, I actually think we might do all right in the Champions League. Obviously, we're talking about maybe coming up against Barcelona and Real Madrid with fucking Barca Nat Phillips and Reese Williams in centre-half. Barcelona are finished. Juventus and Man City then. Yeah. Um, the threat in the Champions League for me is PSG and City because they're both most soulless clubs in the competition. Everyone else is backed massively by the fans. Fans make a difference. City and PSG. Yeah. I think take that away from them. No, they're just two fucking really good teams as well. And I just think Poch will do well with them. Yeah. So, I, I think... But, Real Madrid are the worst than us at the minute. But they, had, um, fa- they couldn't even put nine subs on the bench against Atalanta last week. They had five kids from the academy and one of them was 15. They weren't they were very, they were very impressive either, yeah. considering Atalanta went down to 10 men. Yeah. It took until the 86 minutes to score. And it was the left-back. And it was the left-back. Yeah. It was a good goal. Like, But the point is, I, 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 th- I fancy us to go to do better than what people expect in the Champions League just because I think that teams have got to come out. They've got to fancy themselves and they've got to come out and attack. Because no one goes into the Champions League looking to put 10 men behind the ball, apart from Diego Simeone, because he's not arsed. And that's what they do. <laughs> do you win Chelsea, then, though? Do you think I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if beat Chelsea in the home they're the, they're the biggest threat, I think, for me. But he's no the manager's not arsed. Yeah. Tuchel will come and do the same thing because he's just, he's just ha- he just needs the result. He, if you watch this, his team, they don't have a style of play. Just sit back and it, you don't do Well, they do whatever, he does whatever it takes to win a game. Like Simeone, you can point out a Simeone team, you can point out a Klopp team, you can point out a Guardiola team. You can't point out a Tuchel team because 
he does what is needed to win that game. And his teams are chameleons. They'll, they're versatile. Yeah. So, lovely that. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Before we go then, give us, give us a score prediction for Leipzig and 3-1 myself. 0-0. Nil, 2-0. Nil. Nil. I'd take 0-0, nil, nil, yeah. I'm playing for a fucking nil nil. Just give me a nil nil. It's on. <laughs> Two nil. And of course, fans of the Champions League for the way we're playing at the minute is a decent show this season. I think we'll win it. I don't think we'll win it. There's no. Over two legs. Like you said, teams are going to attack pull can't sit back. Over two legs, I fancy good pull against anyone. But I think if we go that far and we hit a City or a PSG, I think we'll just come a cropper. I think There's that's our. It's a likely Van Dyke will be back towards the semis. But he's not going to be fit. True. And then we've got to go into fucking... We've got to play Kylian Mbappe with Nat Phillips at centre-half. Nico Williams at right-back. He's sent, back sent shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> the mentality midget to go into fucking PSG. If we get PSG, we need Jay to come and tell us every player can't play football. Since he's done that with Nat Phillips. <laughs> Nat Phillips is the new Jamie Carragher, to be fair. Not that good. Fuck off. Nah, <laughs> seriously, Nat Phillips isn't that good. But gives everything on the pitch. Can't fault his effort. That's what Carragher weren't good, was he? Realistically. Yeah. Record goal scorer for Bull Boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice one for coming on. Uh, hopefully the Reds actually get a win. 